0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Play by Play. It's the Jamie Yarrow podcast. It's the podcast that you rely on for your daily dose of everything from business to wellness to parenting to sports and now the coronavirus. You get it all here. We don't just talk about it. We give you the play by play. We give you the details. We give you the playbook. We give you the how to's, the nuggets. Today's episode is going to be about executing success in the hard times, hard times like we're in right now. Be sure to check out all of our other full episodes and our two-minute drills. And if you love what you hear, there's nothing that we would like more than if you subscribed and shared our podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite player by searching for PXP and then looking for the podcast called Play by Play with Jamie Yarrow. If you can't find us on your favorite player, let us know by sending an email to ask at pxppodcast.com. That's how you get a hold of us. And we'll work to get it added just as quickly as we can. We're up to about 1,700 downloads. And so we're pretty excited about that and all of you that have added us to your playlist. Now, let's get ready for today's play-by-play. I am Jamie Yarrow, and kickoff is counting down. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening. I am live from the Cloffice. That is the Closet Office, the PXP studio. It's episode number 43. Today's episode is going to be about executing at a high level to ensure success during these tough times that we are all facing right now. And you've heard me say this many times. The successful people do the things that the unsuccessful are not willing to do. And that's especially important in times of economic challenges like we're facing right now. If you're in retail or hospitality or food service or transportation or uh, many, many more organizations or industries, you are fighting a serious battle right now. And whether you survive this economic challenge will be directly related to, look, how much freaking effort you put forth. How creative you are. How much you leverage the resources that you have available to you. And how much you prepare and how much you rally your teams around you. How bad do you want it? I know that I've always told you that customer service wins. And while that's true in peacetime, in wartime, it's about availability and who can solve the problems. It's not even so much about cost, though as people's incomes get tighter and tighter, that does become a factor, but the, the thing that people are looking for in wartime is about who can provide me the service, who can solve my problem, who is still around to be able to do it. You're going to have to get uber creative about how you provide your services and how you sell your products expendable money could be in in short demand and that, that might affect some of your sales or some of your services, whatever industry you're in. What's your contingency plan for that? You can't say, I don't have one, Jamie. At the very least, your family is depending on you. But for most of you, you probably have employees or team members that you lead and their families, their families are counting on you too. I know the virus is here, and it's shaking everything up. and And some folks are even quarantined. Some people are working from home. Some businesses are even having to shut down um, parts of their business, if if not all of their business. Restaurants uh, are being made to close their dining rooms. I saw that in the news today or yesterday that uh, they're they're having to shut down the dining area of their restaurant. And if that affects you, what's your plan? Not having a plan is not an option. If you own the business yourself, what are the ways that you can take your existing structure, your building or your assets, your equipment, your, your team members, all those things and everything and all the other things that, that, account for your business, what can you do, how can you take those things if your business has been affected, are there other ways that you can create revenue? If you're an employee that's affected by one of these businesses, what skills do you have that can translate into income? You might have to start a side hustle, you may have to to pick up a part-time job, you may have to do some things on the side. Now I'm not going to get on my soapbox today about how young people, uh, they need to be learning a trade Versus getting a college education in many cases. But this is exactly the, these are the times when that it, that's hugely important. Now be ready for that topic on a different podcast on another day. Cause that's a soapbox that, that we need to be up on talking about. But you're going to have to think outside the box. You're going to have to just throw the box away. In fact, there is no box. The box is gone now. And you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to get your juices flowing. And you're going to have to think of some things. You're going to have to to get busy thinking. Remember, the successful people do the things that the unsuccessful are not willing to do. And there's likely not one answer. There's probably multiple things that you're going to need to do. Let me use uh, sales as an example to illustrate this point. Now, when you're in sales, you're working to fill your pipeline. And the pipeline is that continual flow of leads that, that might turn into a potential sale. Your pipeline is fed by these different buckets. And unless you're out of your mind, you don't rely on one bucket to fill your pipeline. If you're one of my salespeople, you definitely don't rely on one bucket. You can ask any of the people that worked for me in, in, in sales organizations, and we have multiple buckets. If you rely on one bucket to fill your pipeline... Your pipeline is going to be empty when that one bucket dries up. You need multiple buckets all dumping into your pipeline. Multiple sources of revenue all dumping in to your pipeline. You might have a bucket that's called telemarketing, and maybe you have one called referrals, and maybe you've got one called purchased leads. Uh, maybe you've got an email marketing bucket, or and social media, or maybe you're doing events. Uh, maybe there are circles of influence that you're you're using as a bucket business networking uh, maybe a um, organization that focuses on business networking a BNI club or something like that maybe it's uh, mailers that you're sending out uh, and, and the list goes on and on and these are all different buckets each of those sources they might only account for a couple leads a month but when you combine them all your pipeline stays full and if one of those sources drops off, Maybe you don't have any events to do for that month. And so there are no leads coming from event bucket for that month. That's okay. You probably don't even notice when one bucket comes up a little short because you can supplement with all the other buckets and you can add a new bucket to your pipeline if you need to. But again, if you only had one bucket and that one bucket dried up if all you focused on was events and there happened to be no events because there's a quarantine and now all of a sudden everything's shut down and people can't gather and your only lead source was events well then you're done right so the weather the current situation you're going to likely have to be creative and you're going to have to employ multiple buckets Or in in the case of what we're talking about, multiple methodologies, multiple revenue streams, multiple sources of income, multiple services or products that you can offer that may be outside the box. And listen, I know some of these buckets that I'm talking about are going to suck. They're not going to be very fun. Using our example of sales that we just talked about, many of you cringe at the thought of having to make cold calls. Yeah right, A.K.A. telemarketing. But would you would you cold call to put food on the table or to make the house payment? Well, I hope your answer is yes. And if you're listening to this podcast, I bet you're willing to do whatever it takes to make ends meet. People who listen to podcasts are generally uh, interested in self development, and those people are generally willing to do whatever it takes to. Make ends meet. But that whatever may be stuff that you don't like. And I get it. But you can do anything for a period of time. The question is, what is that anything? What are you going to do for a period of time? What are the things? What's your contingency plan? What's plan B and C and D? Because plan A falls through. Plan B, well, now we can't gather. So now I got to go to plan C. What are your contingency plans you need to be willing to make the hard decisions. And maybe you say to me today, well, I'm not the CEO or the business owner. Well, let me ask you this. Are, are you the executive in your house? I bet you are. You're probably mom or dad. And that makes you the CEO or the COO of your family. And all the things that we're talking about, they all reign true in, in your corporate organization called your family. You know, you might have to do some things that you may have to make some hard decisions in the workplace or at home. You know, at work, you may have to cut out those Friday lunches or those Monday morning breakfasts or whatever it is that you're doing that's not necessary. People understand. You think that you're helping morale. Listen to me now. This is important. You think that you're helping morale and you're building, you know, team camaraderie by buying employees lunch or or getting them together to do things when when times are tough. Well, can I break the news to you? You're not. You're not building morale and you're not building teams. That's not what builds teams and morale in wartime. In peacetime you can do that fun stuff. But in wartime it's time to get busy. They're not 5-year-olds that you're trying to bribe with a sucker. They're human beings. And they understand the situation. And trust me, they're going to appreciate your decisive decision-making in this challenging time, in this wartime. Stop the unnecessary business trips. Use teleconferencing when you can. Put your ego aside. Look, the list could go on and on, and I I don't want to go on and list a bunch of different things that you should or shouldn't be doing. I don't know what's going on in your organization. That's for you to decide. But what I'm saying is you need to be willing to make the hard decisions. And the people, your teams, your rock stars that work for you, they're going to understand. And look, if you're one of those rock stars and your CEO or your business owner makes these tough decisions to, to put the company in a position to better weather the storm, then suck it up and understand that they're doing it for the betterment of the company and for the betterment of you The more money that they can save now through cutting out frivolous spending, then the longer they're going to be able to weather the storm. So put your ego aside. Don't worry about whether you you, you have all the frills and all the fancy things in the workplace right now. Let's just get the job done. Remember, the successful people do the things the unsuccessful are not willing to do. And that sometimes means that we make the hard decisions and we cut out the stuff that's not necessary. Think of the things that you can do without for now that won't affect revenue, and make some changes. The same thing in your family. What if you lost your job tomorrow? What changes would you immediately make if you lost your job tomorrow? Okay, we'll consider making some of those now. Be prepared to weather the storm. What's plan B and C and D look like? Help somebody if you can help them. Maybe your paycheck isn't affected by the shutdown. If that's the case, help somebody whose is... I I 100% believe this. What goes around comes around. Good and bad. You don't know what kind of help that you're going to need in the future. And helping others while you can now might mean that you get the help when you need it. Look, I'm about to wrap up today. But what are the hard things that your competition isn't doing that they won't do? Think about doing those things. And when you do those things, the hard things. You are going to create income streams or sources that you didn't have going into this crisis. And when it's over and when you weather the storm because you did the hard things, because you did the things that the unsuccessful were not willing to do, you're likely going to come out stronger and more competitive than you were before the storm. Well, that's all the time I got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Play by Play. Be sure to check out all our other episodes of Play by Play and our two-minute drills, the full episodes and the two-minute drills. You can find those on your favorite podcast player. Just search PXP. Click on the Play by Play with Jamie Yarrow podcast. Thanks for listening today. And most of all, I hope that something that was said today helps you to become a better version of yourself. My name is Jamie Yarrow, and I hope you have a fabulous day.